Hello and welcome back to Over the Top Football. As always, I'm here with Robert. It's a nice What's... change to do this little way round. What's the crack? <laughs> I love Robbie and Roy Keane. Sounds about right. Sounds about right that they are both both significantly good players. Um, but in this episode, we're going to start a new mini-series of our favourite players of all time, well, within our lifetime, in every position on the pitch. So this episode, we're going to focus on goalkeepers. Are there going to be any Irish goalkeepers in here? Likely, yes. But we're going to run down the top 10. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to run down the top 10 goalkeepers in our lifetime who we would deem the best, obviously running from 10 to 1. Anything you want to add, Robert, before we jump straight in? We're going to make these shorter episodes. Yes. So just for clarification for everybody, um, John is a year older than me, so it's probably going to look at around from 98, 99. I feel comfortable talking about people I saw in from about 2000s. Um, so yeah, we are around about the 30-year-old mark, both of us. So um, yeah, that clarifies what our lifetime is. And yes, I think one thing I wanted to clarify before going into my list as well is quite often footballers can be seen by their success, by trophies, all of those kind of things. And actually, that isn't the same as the best footballer. Yeah. Um, and I think probably I'll do my honourable mentions at the end, just in case if I mention anyone in your list, for example. But someone like Kaylor Navas, I think had an exceptional career, certainly a lot of Champions League winners. Mm -hmm. Was he ever the reason that Real Madrid team won La Decima and three in a row and stuff? Like he's a factor in it and he had some good games. I don't ever think he was like the standout player. Um, so that was a big factor into some of my decision making as well. Uh, they have, they're obviously in good teams because they are the best I've seen. However, I think they had to have a, sim a big impact on the teams as well. Like, standout performances standout assets amongst their skill sets as well yeah 100 percent. i mean you can run through some of the honorable mentions if you want i don't think any of my honorable mentions will be in your top 10 because okay. killer navas would be one of mine as well for all the reasons that you pointed out shay given of course <laughs> for, for multiple reasons i'm not going to detail because it's a bit of a rogue one yeah um, well that one was a given in your list of course of course other ones david de Gea. Yeah, David De Gea. He's in my honourables as well, actually. Yeah, he has left United really badly, in my opinion. And fans will maybe remember him for you know not being as good with his feet as they needed him to be or maybe some mistakes in recent seasons. But for years, he was their best player by a significant distance. And he performed at top, top levels yeah. for Manchester United Gold, as well. Multiple Golden Glove winner, yeah. even last year. Have you exactly. seen what might happen to him? He'll probably end up in Real Madrid. Now. It's absolutely outrageous yeah. and be a starting goalkeeper yeah. for a fair amount of time if uh, Courtois has snapped his ACL. So 100%. that'd be really fun, actually. 100%. Keeping on with Spanish goalkeepers, Canazares, goalkeeper in the early uh, 2000s that I mm -hmm. specifically remember, but also remember him to, towards the end of the 90s. Uh, Valencia goalkeeper with bleached blonde hair, always wore like white. Adidas Predators was just very, very different for a goalkeeper, but one that I always liked. So thought I'd throw him out here. And, and Jens Lehmann as well. Jens Lehmann is a top, yep. top goalkeeper. Again, wouldn't be deemed top in today's 
game because he wouldn't be as good with the ball as feet. But proper, proper goalkeeper probably never got the recognition that he deserved. Um, but I think he was was top, top class. Yeah. So you've mentioned a couple on mine. Um, I have Victor Valdez honorable mention. I just think good keeper. However exposed later in his career I think this is a big thing with goalkeepers I think this is the position that's probably changed the most in this span so someone like De Gea goes from being the best at one point in time to now looking a little bit like a dinosaur um so yeah Valdez was also on my list and also Schmeichel just the Schmeichel I saw was back end of the career Man City Schmeichel um he doesn't make my list because of that what yeah he doesn't what? Peter Schmeichel's not on your list? No. I thought you meant Casper Schmeichel for a second. I was like, yeah, fair enough. No, no, no. no. Uh, Peter Schmeichel doesn't make my list. Um, I've got good justifications for why everyone else is on there. I think he is a better goalkeeper from what I know of football than my number 10. However, I didn't see the best of him and it's my list. So like... That's, that's really shook me. Go, go with your number 10 because now I'm very intrigued to hear your list. So my number 10 is Jan Oblak. Yeah. who for a couple of years was the best goalkeeper in the world. I think you can say that about actually every single one of my selections at some point have probably been the best goalkeeper in the world for a lot of Schmeichel's career. Like, yeah, you can you can argue that he was that at some point. I just didn't personally see it. So be like me putting George Best in an all-time 11. Like, if I didn't see it, how can I lecture people for five minutes on a podcast about how brilliant he was fair enough um so yeah was the best goalkeeper in the world at one point um arguably the best athletic team we've seen in years um he gets a clean sheet more than 50 percent of the times he plays in la liga that is absolutely outrageous for context david de gea got the golden glove with i think 17 clean sheets mm-hmm. uh last year in the premier league which was a high for a few years i think as well um so to get more than 50%, basically, if he was in the Prem, he'd be getting uh, 20 or 21 clean sheets per season, which is just an unbelievable level. Um, brilliant. His huge frame, just I think he makes saves look easy that other goalkeepers make look complicated. And brilliant, brilliant keeper. Um, and also only 30, literally 30. Yeah. So he's got more time to kind of prove how good he is. And I think he will because Athleti had a bit of a renaissance towards the end of last season. and yeah. I'm excited to see what else he does, particularly if he gets a move. I think the one thing that stops him getting higher or being on other people's top tens is that he probably hasn't had that move to the top eight in the world. And he's good enough to. He more than good enough to. 100%. But where does he go? Is the issue now? There looked like there was a possibility for him to go to Chelsea a few years ago when Chelsea were one of the top teams. I think Chelsea will become one of the top teams again. And will that move materialise at some point? I don't know. Um, but my number 10, I went for a former Chelsea goalkeeper, now a Real Madrid goalkeeper. Today, the news broke that he broke his ACL. don't know how many people have broke, his, broke their ACLs in this window. and I never even knew it was a thing that you could do. Uh, but Thibaut Courtois is my number 10 goalkeeper in my lifetime that I've seen. Like Important to note, he, he's won the league with Atletico Madrid, with Chelsea, with Real Madrid. He's now a one-time Champions League winner as well. Just a proper, proper good goalkeeper. Really solid. Again, doesn't get the plaudits that he deserves a lot of the time. And he'd probably be the first person to say that. Yeah. Um, 
I haven't went into the really stat details because it's more based on overall watching the game. It's and... very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Um, he actually made a point one point in the World Cup. I think it was when Belgium played England and it was actually a dig from him at Pickford. Hmm. And he was like, yeah, I, I saved that shot. And I agree with him. Yeah. Like Pickford, smaller frame, like has this huge stretch thing and he makes saves look difficult that Courtois look, makes look easy. Yeah, they're non-comparable. Cannot compare. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, not. They're... There's... Pickford oh. isn't in the top 25 list. 100%. Michael might just about get into that one. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I didn't pick that one up. Um, okay, fair enough. Well, hit me with your number nine. Um, this one's going to shock you. I have so many current playing goalkeepers in this list just because I think goalkeeping has evolved a lot in that time. Um, but number nine is Terstegen. Um I don't necessarily think he had an exceptional start to his career, but last year he had his Petr Cech year. 16 goals conceded, 26 clean sheets in the league. That is a joint European record. I think he is one of the two best goalkeepers in the world right now. I don't think his legacy is that. Um, but yeah, based on that record, he was unbelievable. Certainly, I think up until about November or December, he had a 92% save accuracy or something like that. Like, unbelievable. Also really, really good with his feet, which is something that some of the older keepers don't have. So yeah, that is a very surprising name for some people. I think it shocked me a bit when I was doing it. But actually, when I kind of look at it, I was like, yeah, do you know what? He actually deserves that acclaim. Um, like I say, I think there's a case for all of my keepers having been the best goalkeeper in the world at some point. Yeah, I mean, when we're in season 20 of Over the Top Football, we redo this list. Ter Stegen will not be on your list. Well, he's also only 30, though. Like, this is the problem when you're matching up entire careers. Like, my top three or four I expect to be very similar to yours. Yeah. Um, but they've had their whole career. So you are slightly gambling on someone here who's got another six, seven years to yeah. go in their career. Um, however, he's getting better. Yeah. So actually, like, whilst I get what you mean, yeah. I think he's a brilliant progressive keeper who I expect to have a really good next two years or so. And that's why he'll come way more into the frame in these conversations. Yeah. Well, I would say I'm more of a nostalgic football fan I like I love the retro shirts I love everything about the older version of football um I say that I have got a goalkeeper who is playing today and is very much part of um the football game today I would I would argue probably the best keeper in the world at this minute in time um and it's Alison Becker at number nine I think he I again probably because I watch him week in week out I understand the skill set that he has and I think he's just an all-round world-class goalkeeper he's good with his feet he's incredible shot stopping he's one of the best one-on-one goalkeepers of all time i think in terms of his presence and his ability to prevent goal scoring opportunities at close distance um obviously has won everything there is to win in the game in terms of at his current club do I see him going to a Real Madrid Barcelona type no i think he'll be at Liverpool for significant period there's, of time there's no reason for him to go no i think he'll be there for a significant period of time and hopefully he can re-win everything that he's already won but he'll go down as one of the primary greats for me um whenever you look at that man city team and you think ederson i think he's head and shoulders above ederson in terms of being the overall goalkeeper and he is one of the best overall goalkeepers in my opinion in Premier League history and that's why he goes at number nine in this list 
could have been higher if I was being biased. Um, but he goes in at number nine for me. Yeah, so he's actually my number eight. Um, agree with everything you say. Certainly the ones on one, he really stands out. Um, also got a Copper America, which I do think obviously and keeps Edison out for the national team. I think that is also a sign. He's clearly doing it not just in one place. He's able to translate that football. So yeah, I agree. Um, arguably the best goalkeeper in the world right now. Um, great player. Who's your number eight? Number eight. Yeah, I went nostalgic for this one. David Seaman. Yeah, I went number eight. That... Whenever I was playing, you know, when I was a proper kid, Saturday mornings, you would go to a wider football club and any goalkeeper there was wearing the Umbro bar test top or the yellow. Um, I'm trying to remember who the sponsor was, but it was the yellow Arsenal top with Seaman on the back. And he, growing up, he was just one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League. For me, the the save against Sheffield United is enough to get him in this list. Um, um, I always forget how to pronounce his surname, but Pestoxolido, whatever it was, the striker. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to try. If you can't pronounce yeah, it, I definitely can't. Um, yeah, that save is one of the best ever. Uh, yeah. Banks-esque. Yeah. Um, yeah, nice. So he didn't make my list. When you had your... You wouldn't be able to see this, uh, listeners, but... Uh, John put his hands in his heads when I put to Stegen. And <laughs> I get it. And it's like a legacy thing. It's a nostalgia thing. I don't think David Seaman makes it into, say you were an Italian football fan and this was over the totty football. Um, I don't think David Seaman makes it into many Europeans lists. No. It's a Premier League bias type of thing. No, Not that he wasn't a great keeper. 100%. But that's that's why it's our list. And that's yeah. why it's it's based on opinion as well as facts. And like I said, if it's based on stats and facts, Navas should be in this list. Yeah. And there's multiple other goalkeepers that should be in this list. But, you know, the Italians probably have Julio Cesar or something in there. But for me, sure. David Seaman, um, two-time Premier League winner, four-time FA Cup winner, you know, kick-started Ronaldinho's career. Top, top goalkeeper back in the day. And, and that ponytail is another reason why he is in this list. Yeah, fab- fabulous hair. Um, great name as well, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, my number seven is Thibaut Courtois. Uh, everything you've kind of mentioned. Obviously, uh, man of the match in a Champions League final. He also won the best goalkeeper at the 2018 World Cup. So... Not only has he been in three brilliant teams, title legal title winning teams, he's also been a key reason of why they have been so good. So, yeah, he is my number seven. Um, shame he's got injured because, yeah, again, I do think there is a clear difference between my um, bottom four and my top six, but that is largely just because of how much of the career has been. Yeah. Um, and how much is left to go. It'd be interesting to see if any of the bottom four could have an indent on the top six based on the rest of their careers. But yeah, Thibaut Courtois is my number seven. Nice. My number seven is Edwin van der Sar. Um, when I initially remember Edwin van der Sar growing up, I think it was the, the Fulham goalkeeper. But obviously then you look further back and what he did for Ajax and, and then obviously what he did at an older age for United where he just came in as a Rolls Royce. And for a few seasons he was one of the best goalkeepers in the world and the career that he spanned for himself um, for such an extended period of time when he was just ahead of the curve a lot of the time with even the capabilities that he did have he was a proper presence in goal and it was the 
first time that United had been able to properly replace Peter Schmeichel after numerous attempts. And he did that. He sort of picked up the reins and he brought that level of class to the goalkeeping position as well. And when United really needed a goalkeeper to compete in the Premier League against the likes of Petr Cech. So Edwin van der Sar for me makes this list even as a United goalkeeper. But um, for what he did before United as well, just absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, so my number six is Hugo Lloris. It's not really. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, don't even put off the World Cup as the reason. Um, so my number six is Petr Cech. Uh, we've mentioned this on the pod before. 13 goals in the 04-05 season uh, conceded. Pre the head injury, he was an absolute animal. Um, that included a thousand minutes with not conceding. Didn't really have a weakness in his game. Um, was so good at goalkeeping, he got bored and became an ice hockey keeper uh, later in his career. The reason he's lower, and he's lower than um, Van der Sar, for example, um, is just because of how long he was good for. I think he was good for a few seasons at Chelsea. I think he had a couple of dodgy ones at Chelsea. And he was probably underrated at his time at Arsenal. But again, he then wasn't a winning league keeper he wasn't the sixth best goalkeeper I've seen in my lifetime at his spell at Arsenal. So yeah. I think his highs were higher than a lot of the goalkeepers on this list, though. Like, if you're talking about all-time Premier League 11s, Petr Cech's not for me. That's how highly I rate him, um, which is why I have him slightly higher on my list. But you have him at six, which is a very fair position. Um, I have a goalkeeper that you might have heard of called Peter Schmeichel as my number six. Travel winning goalkeeper was an absolute animal for United. Sort of incre- improved the standards there, improved the standards of the goalkeeping position in the Premier League for me. He was the one that really set up the importance of having a top class goalkeeper um, within your squad in order to go and win the league. And just an absolute animal as a goalkeeper. I remember when I started watching football, he was the United goalkeeper. He was the big keeper in Champions League nights and yes he went on to play for Man City before that he played for Aston Villa but also the goalkeeper for like Villa where you're watching match of the day or the championship or the premiership on ITV back in the day and um goalkeeper oh top class potentially better than match of the day and that's a rogue shot but um yeah coming up from the back scoring an odd volley from a corner kick as well he was he was the mad goalkeeper before the mad goalkeeper was really a thing as well. And uh, just unbelievable in terms of capabilities as well as a goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, good at star fishing, that is for sure. Uh, my number five, I have Van der Sar. Won't go too much into it because obviously you've kind of mentioned things, but on the fussy, did the basics well. Just a huge unit as well. Um, that 08 uh, Champions League final, just huge presence. Nice, nice. nice. Um, also underrated 136 national team appearances i think like that is so many yeah. over such a long span so yeah i think he is brilliant um i'm really intrigued to see who you've got next because there's a person in my list who i'm guessing you've omitted so i have not done that like i've not done i've not went to google for this at all this is all top of the head but number five i went petter check okay all for all the reasons you've said um, he pulled off those lotto boots as well. Oh, okay. You, you, okay, yeah, yeah I forgot I, you were at number five. Yeah, so I think our top four is probably the same. Um, but Petr Cech, like I said, if I had to pick a top all-time Premier League eleven, he would be in mine. Number four, I went for Oliver Kahn. Yeah, so he's my number four as well. Yeah, 
Just that was the one I thought you might have forgotten, but yeah, no, 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 you don't, you don't forget about Oliver Kahn. Just an oh, unbelievable goalkeeper for Bayern Munich in Germany for all those years. There's not much you can really say other than how good he actually was, and over 200 clean sheets in the Bundesliga. Um, I think it says one at five times here, but I'm pretty sure I remember seeing it being like eight. Honestly, um, he won it eight times. Yeah. Yeah. He won the Champions League once, UEFA Cup once, the German Cup six times. Just unbelievable. You would love to have seen him lift the World Cup as German captain as well. Um, I wouldn't like, I <laughs> like, yeah, I seem to remember him somewhat frightening me when I was younger. <laughs> like, just a scary looking dude. Like, um, yeah. yeah, great player. But yeah, he, Seemed like a an angry man, so yeah, yeah. Didn't necessarily be the one I'd want to see lifting a World Cup. But, if he um, if he lifted a World Cup, would he be higher than fourth? Because the three above him have all lifted the World Cup for their country. Um, no, no, fair enough. Is the answer to that? Hit me, because hit, hit me with three. So three is Casillas for me. Same for me. Yeah, um, I we won't necessarily do all of his honours, but it's a lot more than just a World Cup, put it that way. Um, I believe he made his debut in the uh, 02 Champions League final. Yeah, I was watching yeah. it on RT. I, so I remember um, my grandparents had just bought uh, my brother a TV and I'd be like sent up to bed or whatever. And then I yeah basically watched the Champions League final in yeah. the spare room on that mini, mini TV. Yeah, because um, McManaman was playing in that final. Yeah, as well, but he came on, looked like a proper child in a big goalkeeper jersey. Yeah. But immediately you saw the class, um, and yeah, just an unbelievable goalkeeper for club and for country. Yeah, captain for club, captain for country. I think he would be the one who would be swappable with Khan, obviously. Yeah, you know, put in number three, but also he's such an integral part of that Spain team who yeah. won. Two Euros, was it, around the World Cup? Two Euros and a World Cup, wasn't it? So it's like, it that is the best national team I think we've seen in our lifetime. Yeah. And Cassias was a, clearly a key part of it. Um, he is a clear number three, though, as well, um, for his mocking of gays. Yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. The other thing, I mean, he only won five La Ligas, which I thought was surprisingly low. Right, but it was, during the, it was during the time where Barcelona were so yeah. dominant as well. Yeah, that um, was back end of the career, though, as well. Again, one thing that didn't cover him in glory was his Porto spell. I mean, yeah. again, you're, split, you're picking at hairs here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, great goalkeeper. Um, not much more to say. Who's nice. your number two? So I think we have the top two. I think it's going to be a reverse order. So yeah, I have, yeah, it is. I have no ear in two. Yours, yeah. I have no ear in two. Could he go higher when he retires? Could he be the number one keeper when he retires? He, he sort of brought in the sweeper-keeper role. Well, he, he didn't bring it in, but he very much excelled. Um, there's concerns. brought it in, I think. <laughs> Behave yourself. There's concerns that he has not recovered well from his leg break. Um, so we could be looking at towards the end of Manuel Neuer, but in terms of his peak, he's probably he could be number one on this list in terms of the highest of highs, where you know he could have been the first goalkeeper to legitimately have won the Ballon d'Or. Obviously, yeah, he's added. I think he was the best player at the twenty fourteen World Cup as well. I know Messi yeah. won that honor, but I think obviously uh, with Germany winning it as well, he was amazing at that tournament. Yeah, it was against Nigeria or someone where he's just like he took sweeper keeping to just yeah, an unbelievable new level. No, I, I in that tournament the only reason Messi won Player of the Tournament 
because he wasn't even that great no. was because Adidas I think sponsored yeah. the tournament but for me I actually probably would have given it to Mats Hummels um, but yeah if you're giving it to Mats Hummels then you're probably looking at Neuer very closely afterwards as well obviously won the Champions League twice the World Cup um, added to it as the captain as well so Bundesliga how many times in a row 10 is it yeah yeah so unbelievable goalkeeper changed the way which goalkeepers play today and um what an absolute player number one for me is obviously Gigi Buffon growing up he was the elite goalkeeper in the 2000s he was the world cup breaker in terms of the price tag paid for a goalkeeper and he was just he set the standards for moving into the modern style goalkeeper of how you're supposed to be and um he did it with such class and elegance in that Juventus team as well that we've talked about, you know, James Richardson and watching Syria on a Sunday or Saturday morning. And Buffon was one you looked at as the best keeper in the world at that time. And he just progressed that into becoming for me the best goalkeeper in my lifetime and potentially the best goalkeeper of all time as well. So that's why for me he is undoubtedly number one in my list. But I do understand why you have Tessie Neuer as near number one. Yeah, so let me give a bit of narrative to that. So, um, yeah, Buffon, his longevity certainly is the best of any of this list. I think he's just retired at 45. A few days ago. Um, yeah. Which is crazy because uh, it wasn't even at a bad level. He was playing in Division 2 in Italy. Um, so, six, five, seven league games, 299 clean sheets. Obviously, it's a great record. Um consistency is outrageous only two years he went below a 70 percent save success rate to put that into context i think david raya had like a 73 percent save percentage this year and he was like top three keepers in the prem so um that just shows his consistency many times kind of around 75 percent great goalkeeper won the world cup doesn't need to be that much said he's partly my number two though and maybe this is partly the teams he played in but no champions leagues yeah, that was the, always the one that eluded him. And yeah. I think everyone wanted him to win the Champions League. Maybe we went yeah. back to PSG as well. Which, um, so it's it's such a shame. But obviously Neuer has two of those over him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and maybe Euros over um, Buffon as well. Um, but this is just this just shows how good Neuer is. Because I think there's a misconception that Neuer has not been the same keeper for the last three years or whatever it was. He had a not great year, maybe two or three years ago. He's actually come back to be unbelievable since last year. Guess what his save percentage was? 77. 84.3%. Yeah, that's not He's in the top 1% of goalkeepers. That might actually be Europe's best, potentially after Testagen. Yeah. Like, he is just absolutely outrageous. Still, he makes saves that other keepers just don't make flat out still. Um, And yeah, I just think he completely changed the goalkeeping game like Buffon did. I think Neuer, um, yeah, basically made it completely normal to have to pass with your feet. Um, I don't think goalkeepers have ever been seen as far off their line as they were before Neuer was. So he is not just the best goalkeeper um, in this list, but it's just so arguable that he could have easily been an outfield player as well, which I don't think you could have said about goalkeepers prior to Manuel Neuer. Fair enough, fair argument. Um, we'll not try to agree on this list because they are somewhat different, but there's a lot of agreements as well already in here. But we are going to do this position by position, uh, right back being next. And I expect there to be, as we get 
further away from the goalkeeper i expect there to be much much different looking lists so if you're interested in finding out about this mini series listing in more feel free to comment as to the goalkeepers that we might have missed out goalkeepers you might have added in um please do leave comments on spotify if you're listening on there and uh drop us a dm like if you want to position the case for maybe your club's keeper or something like please do actually because these are all opinions opinions are there to be had to be seen but to be changed as well as i just pointed out with that save percentage on noia i think a lot of people listening will be like jesus (laughs) like what (laughs) um so yeah i think it very interesting and excited to do it uh, next positions because I actually think right backs is a weird one in that there aren't that many like super world class ones that come to mind. This is always a debate in the Premier League eleven. Like yeah. I think it goes to Gary Neville. Could I ever say Gary Neville was the world's best right back? Probably not. No. So that list I think will be super exciting and be along with us for the journey. Yeah, hundred percent. As always, you know the position's coming up. So do, as Rob said, do drop us a DM. Drop us an audio message as well, if that's easier. And we can maybe include it in one of the upcoming podcasts. Uh, but as always, thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed the shorter format. And um, please do continue to listen to the podcast. Share them with your friends, your family, whatever it might be. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks, Rob. Thank you, John. <laughs> Horrendous. Nice way to leave it. <laughs> 